The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover a positive path for spiritual living. Welcome to Voices of Unity with Rev. Jackie Fernandez, Rev. Skip Jennings, and Faith Rivera. Episode of Voices of Unity. I am Rev Skip Jennings. Aloha, I am Faith Rivera, and we are excited <laughs> to be here with you today. Yay. Yes, we are. And our dear sister Rev Jackie, she is in um, Florida for like a half vacation, half work thing. Because, <laughs> you know, Rev Jackie is speaking at CSL for Lauderdale, Center for Spiritual Living for Lauderdale on Sunday. And she's also giving a workshop to kick off the um, Hispanic Week. So I think that's going to be an amazing time. So we're sending a love down to Fort Lauderdale to our dear Reverend Jackie. Yes, we are. And if you're in the area, please go go take in some of her magic and her hotness, her holy hotness. <laughs> so. wait, 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 I think you just caught a new term, Faith Rivera. Holy, holy hotness. Oh, I'm loving the holy hotness. It is also a song. I'm serious. You have a with, song called Holy Hotness? No, I'm saying we're going to write it with four on the floor. Just, oh. just, just, right? This is, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yes. I'm good to say, title. yes. <laughs> I love, I love you so much. It's always a pleasure when I, do, I get to hang out with you. And, you know, we are definitely in God's hands. We allow things to move how they're going to move and how they go. We plan stuff, but God says, no, let's take it this direction. So we're, we're so open. How you been, sis? What's going on? And after your staycation in uh, Kauai or Maui or oh, Lanai, no. where were you? I know. They're separate. Sorry, they're oh. separate trips. I went to Maui. I know. What? I know. I know. You know what? This is a whole other talk. The honest truth is sometimes I feel, I mean, Rev Skip, sometimes I feel embarrassed, you know, to say like, you know, all the good things. And I know that's part of our work is the worthiness thing and to just keep saying yes. So I will boldly say I went to Maui for a two-day trip to be with my dear girlfriend. 
Rocking Out with Ellie Handel, an amazing rock artist. It's her birthday anniversary. And she also represents all of my music. She licenses yeah. it. Shout out to Triple Scoop Music. I mean, for an artist, they pay me the most royalties for, you know, so I, I, I love her. Dear. So I went there for two days. Thank you, Southwest. You know, everyone yes. sign up for the alerts, $49 each way. And then after that, Grandma, because all of our vacation plans were, you know, altered because of yeah. COVID or COVID <laughs> bonus. You call it COVID <laughs> bonus. Yeah. So we, um, Grandma took us to Hilton Hawaiian, which is a timeshare. Oh. And we were there with cousins and, you know, my kids, they're like fishies, man. They, they just love the water. And so, you know, slides and the whole bit. So mama still got to work, meaning like I'm on, you know, I'm on staycation skip and I'm like, <laughs> wait, who's going to make the food? Aww, me? Oh, me? <laughs> gonna... So anyway, it's been blessings. And as Family you know, we, is so yeah, good. yeah, we have a lot coming up this month too, as far as our, our work out in the world. So just feeling really really blessed tell me about you and what you i know you got a whole bunch going on there aside from your cute little beard filling out okay sorry i know <laughs> because you know what's so funny i've embraced my um age in in a way you know it's it it was always been and we talked about this around our birthday times remember we had yeah. these conversations yes and me um, the white beard, it comes in. Sometimes I really love the white beard. Sometimes I didn't. And I will shave it off when I'm feeling old in my spirit. And um, I'm feeling the wisdom coming through as yes. I'm as I'm candidating for, you know, a position at CSL for Laurel where Reverend Jackie is this weekend. So I'm embracing the wisdom of, of this all. But I got to tell you, since I've been very overwhelmed because there is something to do every single moment and I've been learning how to just stop on Sunday I stopped I went to Long Beach I went to visit a friend I didn't bring my computer I barely touched my phone and I just had to I was invited to find some balance within my life the summer has been filled with moment after moment things to do things to do things to do and just getting away it was such a beautiful experience and then i got up on labor day and i worked in the morning a half day <laughs> i did so um yeah so it's been that type of uh week but i'm blessed i am blessed blessed you know it's an interesting thing to think about you know because us as content creators, entrepreneurs, you know, running our own business, we have these big dreams, right? To make this big impact. And then, I mean, we're swimming in it right now. I mean, it's swimming in, in a great way, meaning like I always ask myself, okay, are we going to ask for more? Are we going to ask for maybe the biggest impact? You know, and I, I know I found myself, there were times where I'm like, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Like, I'm like you right now. I'm like, how do I find the chill zone to live with it because this is, we want to be of greatest service and we also want greatest health and greatest joy also, Absolutely. you know, for ourselves personally. So it's an interesting dance. It's an interesting I, you know, dance. I'm, I'm right there with you, Faith. And so when you're asking, do we ask for more? What downloaded in me is I maybe we ask for the connection of what really matters at this time yes. for us. Yes. Letting go of the, these busy things that really don't really um, they matter, but they're not, um, let's say, um, rising up the vision that's within us. Yeah. So we get to kind of choose now and I'm learning to choose. Okay. I might not take on another outside yoga class right now because I want to focus on 
what we're doing in our conventions. You, myself, and Reverend Jackie are presenting at conventions we'll talk about later on, or writing more of the guided meditations and you writing your music and we do our collab collaborations together. Um, those are the things that really matter. Well, here's a nugget that I, I mean, I didn't mean to learn it, <laughs> but one- we never Oh yeah, we never mean to, right? And it's just, it's right here. It's like, oh, oh, you know, you get the moment of insight. You know, once I, I had the kids and I had to keep making the decisions of, am I, am I going to be with you? And, or am I going to fight the current and, and, you know, try to muscle my way through all these other work things I want to do. And I think I, I found one thing I found out was all those things I thought I always had to do. I did. I, you know, I stopped. I mean, I just, I, I couldn't keep the schedule of the emails and the social media and reaching out for bookings. And you know what happened when I started to trust and lean into it and actually enjoy it and lose the guilt. Cause you know, either I'm feeling guilty. I'm not with the kids or, or, or I'm guilty cause I'm not working out or I'm guilty cause uh, you know, I, I'm not attending to my business. What, and I feel like, I really feel like Rev Skip that I've, I've been rocking that bridge and I'm almost right there on the other side where I'm like, spirit is showing up like there's nothing i have yeah. to do except for maybe the <laughs> mindset and the trust and to love the moment i'm in i mean what do you yeah what do you i will well I, well two things come to mind one from your one of your favorite teachers abraham hicks will <laughs> remind us that shame and guilt is not a spiritual practice and i've heard reverend michael talk about that as well michael bernard beckwith has said that Brene brown has said that as well so we know that these aren't spiritual practices and the other thing that comes from kathy ann lewis which we both know from csl you know yep. reverend kathy ann lewis says that god does not require us to work but what we get to do is we get to allow and that yes. that is a bigger um a lesson for me. How do I allow more good? Because God is always good. There is always good that's flowing through the universe. How do I allow more good? And what is blocking the flow of good as my life? And what comes to mind is it is done as I believe. It is definitely into our thank you, Ernest Holmes, how we think affects the life that we manifest. Okay, back to, I love all that. And I'm going to go back to Abraham Hicks. Yes, yes, please go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah, one that I have been writing and I'm thinking, oh my God, this this pandemic. And then when we had COVID, it has, uh, what's the word? Hyper-focused or uh, accelerated, I don't know, whatever. Uh, this learning for me is when I set the intention to take the bounce. And take the yes. bounce means when there's a curve and it looks like some bad thing, like when everything slowed down, you know, last year, I, I'm better now at taking the bounce quicker, meaning I'm quick to go, okay, where well, everything's going to change. All right. Well, what is here for me? But you know what, uh, what I'm like the kid on Christmas. Like I want to, I so want to see the gift, you know, entrusting spirit that there is a gift here. And I, I guess I've been better at that. So my allowing has gotten better during this pandemic that has personally for my own spiritual growth that has been one of the biggest gifts i'm learning to ride more and flow mm. and man it's showing up it's showing up rev skip yeah up, and so. faith so I, I need to ask you this because yeah. don't do you feel that we have been because we're talking about the pandemic t today and and yeah, the lessons yeah. we learned we're also remembering 9 11 but i want to you know ask you about this because you brought up the pandemic don't you feel a part of, well, let me speak for myself. I feel fatigued. I feel pandemic fatigue. Yeah. 
I feel the questioning of what's next. And, you know, I'm catching myself on this and and allowing doesn't mean me having to figure it out because God figures it out. But what has come up to me, I'm very aware of, I'm fatigued from not knowing the end yeah. of this. I'm yeah. fatigued with, with, with the idea of what is the next step? Do yeah. we get the booster shot? Do we not? I'm fatigued with my friends who are losing their jobs right now in LA um, and working in the fitness industry and other industries like teachers who will not get the vaccination. Um, I'm, I'm fatigued in, in, you know, knowing that they're going to be okay, but it still comes up in our conversations. So this idea of what's going on, I'm feeling the fatigue of it, but I'm also feeling the comfort of God in, in it, that God has all this in, 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 in the workings. Yeah. Um, we've talked about this in the past, right? We've called it the stinky sock, meaning looking at, you know, looking at the pandemic, the things that aren't working and, and they're real things. By the way, we have to bring this up. For instance, Reverend Jackie, let's lift up Jazzy, her, this mm. eight month year old baby cousin who is on life support now. And I that, saw that we have, on social. yeah, where we have to hold the truth. So, I mean, that stock, that sock is real. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, and we love Jazzy, and we're lifting. Yeah, her we up do. We're sending out love to Jazzy yeah. right now. When I yeah. saw that on Facebook, I, my heart just melted. Yeah. Yes. And we went right into prayer, and this is what we learn as yeah. you know spiritual leaders. You, myself, or Reverend Jackie, we learn when we see what's coming up, the stinky yeah. sock. It is time to pray out the unicorn. Yes. Well, here. Is it for yeah. You. Well, you know what? I just caught myself in a moment there. I almost went. To a bridge i almost i could see myself choosing am i gonna go down like i could cry about this baby right i'm a mom and and, and i don't think what's the word i don't think it's because i'm not loving that i'm not choosing that bridge okay and so what you're asking me is i i think i've just become better at looking for the good smelling socks seriously i i, I mean that i mean it sounds so simple but i think that's where my focus is and and I'll tell you, Skip, I still, I cannot stop it. I press the news button on Facebook. I do. I look a little bit about the hurricanes, but I don't go deep, meaning I don't, I just feel like my greatest service that I can do is if I can keep myself as healthy, as centered, as loving, and always to ask, how can I serve? And I just know for me, I, I don't think I'm as effective as when I'm in the the sorrow and in the the darkness with them that maybe my job is to hold the light and in a real way not the fake way even though we say unicorn you know this i get on my unicorn but that unicorn is real i'm knowing love and light and health and wholeness and 100 percent spirit through jazzy and and i absolutely just, yeah so um what what michael bernard beckwith talked about sunday at sunday in our service he said you know there is these three things that we get to experience and i'm paraphrasing of course he talks about empathy sympathy compassion empathy says i'll hurt for you oh. sympathy says i'll hurt with you compassion oh. says i know you're hurting i'm here to help you yes. and sometimes as ministers and spiritual leaders we are called to go into I'm my, I'm doing quotation marks. You won't be able to see this if you're listening <laughs> to this podcast. We go into the battlefield, and we know that the battle's not ours. It's the Lord's anyway, but we move into that place of where can I be of service? How can I help? 
and not allow ourselves to be shifted by the emotion of the experience. It's like when we go down to Skid Row or we go to, you know, a shelter or we move into a place of the hospitals when we're doing um, visitations. We want to move in a place of love and compassion and not let our emotions drive us in the direction we're going. It doesn't say that we're not human. And it doesn't say that I have not spent many times in my garage, which is my spiritual ashram, and many tears of what's been going on. Me, me, you know, when you and I have talked about this, I, you know, I've gone through many breakthroughs and many breakdowns and, and in my own private work, but knowing that I have to get up the next day and, and, and help someone else to see the light within themselves. Mm-hmm. And you and I have always referenced, you know, that this ancient Hawaiian spiritual practice, the practice of Ho'oponopono, and it, it's just so relevant and speaking to me of, you know, and we can have love, but my job is, you know, like you, I love how Reverend Michael said that, not to be brought down by, by the sorrow and pain, but my job is to hold what I know is true about you, to heal my broken thoughts of you, and not to be, not to give in to the illusion um, that you are any less than, you know, this perfect spirit of God. Oh, God, it's so hard, though, when the principle is right there. <laughs> and, and, you know, here, okay, so we went down to the rabbit hole really quick here, you I and I. I know, I know. <laughs> Another teaching that um, I have been studying, because I don't know if I 100% um, am completely in agreement with this teaching, but there's something to say about this. And Sue Mortar, and I think Abraham Hicks talks about this, is at the bus stop. And we're all going to heaven, and we're, we're, we're all going to, to earth, and we're at the bus stop, and we look down the road, and we look at the person next to us, and we're getting on the bus, and we're going down. And says, what are you going to go experience? Oh, I'm going to go experience divine love. What are you going down to experience? Oh, I'm going to go and experience forgiveness. And then somewhere, this sacred contract, we have said yes to helping people and helping ourselves to experience. And how that shows up can look really awful sometimes. It can look like a 9-11 attack. It can look like the Holocaust. It can look like racism or the or the murder murder of George Floyd. So I really want to study study this more um, because it somewhat makes sense, but I don't quite understand it yet. And so the understanding for this is not in my mind. It's in my heart space. Amen, yes. That's why we always end with music. I mean, we go to the music and the dance, you know, and the poetry. No, no, but seriously, you know, to the to these other forms that transcend our limited, you know, understanding of the linear part, because because God isn't linear and neither is love, and you know what you're describing about the but, and that's deep. That is a rabbit hole. So, <laughs> Woo. twenty years ago, you know, nine eleven. Where were you? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. I was in and our... I'm... You what? Oh, because you remember where you're at. You want to go first? <laughs> no, go ahead, sis. Go, go. I was in Long Beach. Uh, Nolan, we were living together then. We are on 14th Street. Yeah. And um, I think he was in the kitchen. The TV was on. And I just remember, you know, I was walking by. And then when you see these planes going through the towers, I'm like, is this a TV show? This is news. I literally dropped to my knees and just cried. 
I just dropped to my knees and um, I don't know, I guess in that moment I, I let myself feel, I mean, I was in that stinky saw. I mean, there's just, <laughs> oh, yeah. so, so, but I mean, I, I'll let you share your experience. Cause then I, I do have to say where it led me and where it, in, you know, really Absolutely. impacted my life. Yeah. But that's, and I called Nolan and I think we just cried together. Yeah. The, um, for me, you know, coming up 20 years, I was in living in Laguna Beach. So we're both in, you know, in, in yeah. Southern California yeah. and I am, uh, you know, waking up and it was, it's a late morning for me. I didn't have to be to the gym until later, way later. Um, I would say probably about 11 o'clock I was called to be in the gym. So it was a sleep in day for me. And the first thing I do, I get up, turn on the TV, turn on the news, and I turn on um, NBC, the Today Show, and and the first thing that comes up is, is this whole activity, and I was speechless. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. I, I you know, I was with my then partner, um, and I just, we just looked at it. We were like, what's going on here? And um, I remember a lot of tears that morning. And I have, you no, know, I went to NYU. So I graduated from, you know, from NYU in New York City. Wow. Lots of friends in New York City. So I start calling and the cell phone lines are jammed. The phone lines are jammed at that time because everyone's calling New York. So okay. we couldn't get through. They couldn't get out. I'm trying to text my best friend who lives in New York. Are you okay? Um, and then, you know, it was funny because I had to go to the gym and teach a spin <laughs> class. And I just really wanted to call my boss saying, I can't make it in today. And yeah. I, and something me, spirit says, no, 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 go. So I showed up to 24 Hour Fitness to teach spin. And normally as a class of 50 people, there were three of us in there. And because yeah. everyone stayed home. But I got a chance to be the light for my three students. and really say we're all hurting together we're going to keep everyone in our consciousness and prayer um and bless the families that are dealing with this so and the three of us got really close and became very close from there wow. so um yeah that was my experience of it and then the days after we actually closed the gyms for a week the days after, because we didn't know if there was going to be another attack, but a lot of things came up to that time. Well, I, I remember too, in that moment, I think <laughs> when I, when my brain was trying to figure out what is happening, I yelled out, I, I don't ever do this. I yelled out, no, 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 no. Like we can't, this can't be yeah. what we're doing to each other. And yeah. it, you know, when I look back now, it profoundly, I think impacted the course of where my music and where my focus would be. And it led me to humanities team, you know, to all these groups of people trying to make a difference, um, you know, from a spiritual point and also from, you know, out in the world, but humanities teams, humanity unites brilliance. I created, um, we'll be sharing a song later, but by 2007, Oh yeah. It was in 2006 on the anniversary that I said, what can I do? Cause it was fresh on our minds. Right. And so Ooh, for, a, for years for a, after, yeah, yeah, yeah. So five years, you know, and I had already been starting to look at doing peace events, you know, anything I could to be that presence of, of love and peace in the world. I wrote for a whole week, all these songs of peace. And one of the songs that I'll be playing is, you know, from that album, Maluhia, Everyday Peace. And I just thought, I mean, it was my, my mantra and my mission to not only like peace in the world, but everyday peace, because I became clear 
in the exploration of where does this come from? How do we, you know, deal with this? That again, it's this internal journey. If I can't quiet the anger and darkness in me, I'm still not a part no. of the solution, you know? So no. yeah, it affected and, everything and, you know, that I did. One of the things that, and I wasn't attending Agape at the time, but because of 9-11, Agape created, you know, so many different organizations focusing on peace and serving the community. There were this movement at Agape, you know, I'm hearing the story secondhand of how it brought people together. And I just want to remember, you know, there were 2,996 people who died plus the 19 who perpetrated this, um, this horrific, and it is a horrific experience. Um, and then there were 25,000 people that were injured either during or after, you know, with all the aftermath. And, um, but there was this call, I believe, that the globe came together. The global community started to come together saying, what can we do to bring on more peace? So very, very much of what you're talking about. Um, I love how we can look at this horrific experience and say, but what came out of this? What was the lessons that we learned out of this? So Faith, I want to ask you, are we still learning these lessons? It just feels like for some reason with Afghanistan right now and everything that's happening, there's this appearance of we haven't quite learned this lesson yet. What do you, how do you feel about this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> let me say this. Yeah. I, I mean, on a global scale it's easy it's easy to see all those unhealed and broken parts you know that are acting out and and in some ways even more you know and and but and i think it might seem even more because i think there is so much light i really think events like that <clears throat> allowed for people to awaken not only and i don't have the numbers of all the organizations and nonprofits that were founded because of that and all Thousands. the people yeah Thousands. yeah yeah and, and all the peace festivals. I mean, I'm just one little artist. I did a peace festival in St. Croix. I did peace festivals in Tokyo. And then, and, you know, all over in the in the U.S. I mean, it woke us up to what, um, what are we about? Is this something that we want to allow to happen? And so I feel like even though, you know, we can't see it in, in, in maybe like, in a news story or in numbers, I know in my heart of hearts that millions, if not more, ha have awakened um, even a little bit more to their love and their light. So, <laughs> hey, Faith, you hear that music? You know what time I it is. Do. You gotta go to break, y'all. We will be right back with more Voices of Unity. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Explore new thought philosophy and a lot more. Welcome back to Voices of Unity.
sing that song at all of the peace events that I, that I did, you know, around the globe. Mm. And I mean, it was such a real longing and a real thing for me. And I, I would always just say around this idea of peace, because it feels like, oh, I don't know. How, how do I stop a terrorist attack? How do I stop a pandemic? How do I stop? How do I stop any of those things? And we know we can't, but what you can do 
is decide that you're going to be a place where peace can live, where peace is practiced. And we're not perfect. I mean, heck, I yell at my kids <laughs> or my husband still <laughs> today, a, a lot less. But I, I offer, when you hear that song, to anyone that's listening, I offer you the chance to make a decision of if you will make your life, you know, about peace. And so we honor, you know, everyone. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, um, I'm listening to the song. It's reminding me of a book I'm diving deep into. It's called <clears throat> The Coming of the Cosmic Christ, and it's by uh, Matthew Fox. And um, this book talks about what is a mystic, and he has these definitions of a mystic. And 17, I mean, it's 21 definitions of the, the mystic, and 17 is psychic justice. And a mystic, it's also understood, I'm reading this from the book here, a mystic is also understood as a psychic justice, a psychic justice. And I'm going to skip down to where it says, mysticism brings justice and harmony and balance back to our brains, our bodies, and our psyche. Mysticism is personalized justice. The proper translation, the real meaning of the biblical term righteousness ought to be mysticism. And he talks, he goes on, talks about this, and I won't read more about, about this later on, but he talks about how we can see things in the world and we can stand up for justice. Like we stand up for peace when we see wars or we see terrorism as a mystic and we're all mystics, we get to say, I'm going to stand for peace here. Or yes. when we see the homeless or we see the unhoused, we say, I'm going to stand up and help those who do not have homes. Or, or if you see abuse or you see racism, as a mystic, we get to set it, stand up for righteousness, which means right action. Yes. So your song just touched me in the heart. And I had not heard that song. I've listened to a lot of your songs. <laughs> I have not heard that one. And it's yeah. just a beautiful touch of the spirit. Yes. Well, you know, I'll hopefully we can, you know, we'll read the lyrics some other day. But I just, you know, of all my songs, I think it just lays out for me because I wrote it for me. What does that Would mean? Would you please read the lyrics right now? Because I think we are okay. being called to hear that. Okay. Um, okay. I Because the lyrics are so important. When you sent them to me and I read them, I was like, yes. I got God bumps all yes. over me. I mean, I still yes. have God bumps right now. Yes. Okay. Peace is the promise I make today. There's nothing greater for me to say than to lay down my fears, lay down unhappiness, and surrender to the peace I choose today. Peace is the gift that I give today. No easy shortcut. Peace is the way. I will lay down my pride, lay down self-righteousness, and surrender to the peace I choose today. Mm -hmm. My all I give, my love for all. That's just my longing, you know, for my heart to be this place of peace. The last verse. Peace is the reason we're here today. No accident. We've been called by name. Called to lay down our lives. Stand up for greater good and surrender to the peace we choose today. And, mm. and, and so, the, you know, one of the key words in there for me is choose. It's a choice in every moment, right, when those doubts creep up, if we're going to do something, you know, it's always a choice point. And, yeah, I just want to empower people to know we have the choice to decide. Yeah. But you stand we do. for what and, you're talking about. Yeah. And also know that we are all one. This is one of the foundational parts of mysticism 
and of what Ernest Holmes and Myrtle Fillmore and, you know, um, so many have taught all our, you know, Joel S. Goldsmith, we are all connected. So what happens to me happens to you, Faith. What happens to you, Faith, is happening to me. This energy that we felt during 9-11 and during the pandemic, we're all feeling this together. We're all feeling this. We're all learning these global lessons together. We are all feeling the 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 heaviness of this. But when we decide, decide to move into our spiritual practices to lift the vibration, like a song or poetry, we're lifting the vibration of the planet. Yes. It seems like an overwhelming task to do, but we are called forth because we're all connected. We're all one. One power, one presence, one mind means that it is in us. It is in you. It is in the globe. It is in the world. There is no separation from us being connected. Yes, yes. And and so in that respect, I mean, yeah. that's why our vibe and our practice, you know, one, of course, it benefits us, but, you know, it, it, it affects the entire energetic field. And I know you, especially Rev Skip, you know, with all your years of experience and expertise studying and teaching, you know, this connection of spirit and then now our body, uh, you know, mm. you've been so passionate. I mean, can we bring that into our conversation today? Because we're talking about, the, you know, the crisis, I mean, the, you know, what happened in 9-11. And here we find ourselves from last year in this pandemic. What is the what what is the message here for, for us? Yeah, you know, I, I saw a funny meme um, and it was on Facebook. And it's this woman opening up the door and her head sticking out. And she's saying, I'm just checking to see what chapter in Revelations we're in now because <laughs> we're seeing the pandemic. We're seeing the, the, the wars and rumors of war. Um, and I say that it is what I have been teaching as a low vibrational energy. I don't believe there is a um, duality. I don't believe there's good and evil. I believe the energy of God is in polarity. So I believe what we're experiencing right now is a low vibrational energy. Um, but coming forth in this experience, you know, we have a choice to see, is it as a human experience or a divine experience? I'm choosing to see it as a divine experience. Part of this work for me has been to learn to not compartmentalize my experiences from the body temple to what I'm experiencing, to what I'm seeing um, on TV or what I'm feeling in my mind or my spiritual growth. It is all an integrated experience. So part of my download and my realization, Faith, has been, well, we have been in this dividing energy of vaccination or not vaccination. But, but what brings us together? What is the work that we can do together and we're not on this show. We're not telling you to get it or not get it. And that's not our place. You've heard us talk about what we have done. But if you choose to get it and you don't choose to get it, I want you to consider these practices of taking the body is not going to change. We must wash our hands all the time. We must have <laughs> hygiene. We must, you know, we are called to eat organic foods, more organic foods more leafy vegetables. It's, it, you know, you get a shot to stop a, you know, a, a, a virus, and then you go off and you eat these low vibrational foods, you're not going to feel better. And even if you choose to not, 
and you're not taking care of yourself, I believe that's problematic as well. So I'm calling forth a place where we all think about drinking more water. HCO should be our main source of hydration. Most of us have been drinking coffee, alcohol throughout this pandemic. We've been over drinking um, things that we probably shouldn't be drinking. Water should be our main source of, of hydration. Leafy vegetables and what Deepak Chopra talks about, the sun-infused foods, the oranges, the grapes, the greens, the yellows, all the things that grow outside, that should be the majority of our foods. And then if you choose protein, leaner protein, really taking care of ourselves, the exercise, faith, we got to get out and do our walks, we have to do our yoga, not just once a week. Every day. Yeah. We can't stay clean on yesterday's shower, y'all. We got to get up and do the work every single day. You got to move your body. You know, you know, I, I am, babe. We are under the delusion that the shot is going to help us deal with our health issues. And there's more things that are going on besides COVID. So yeah. I'm saying these lessons that we're learning to take care of our body temple Big initiation from COVID. COVID was like, oh, y'all, we haven't been really taking care of our body. And we have to also look at the healthcare. How have we been taking care of ourselves in the healthcare community and, and the medical and, and medical availability for those who need it? Um, yeah, no, you like to use the word soapbox. I <laughs> I don't, but yeah, I just got on my soapbox. <laughs> you go, you're there. <laughs> Take it home. <laughs> that we're that this COVID experience has caused us to look at that, you know, if we still look at places in Flint and, and Detroit, and we look at not just Flint, Detroit, we have people in the Appalachians, we have people, you know, in parts of LA that do not have clean running water. How are we taking care of us as a planet? Mysticism says that we are one and we're all affected. So our work that COVID has invited us to look at how we've been taking care of our planet, our oceans, our seas, Mother Earth. Um, okay, I'm stepping one foot down off the box now, and I'm going <laughs> to give you a <laughs> to look at and to examine and to really question, have I really taken care of this planet, and have I taken care of myself as a gift from God? All right, I'm done. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> Okay, my family, as everyone knows, actually got COVID. And I mean, are we going to wait? Are we going, do we have to wait for the illness and the pandemic and a crisis? Do we have to wait to, to do and have the mindfulness that Rev Skip is talking about? And, and you know, of course, I'm hoping the answer is no. Um, but I'll tell you, once once we got, you know, COVID, it made it so clear to me everything else aside, everything else was about well-being, period. And I just wonder, not, I don't wonder, that, that was a setup, that's fake, I don't wonder. I know that um, what spirit wants for us and what we want, no matter where you are on this conversation, you want well-being, you want your kids to be healthy, you want peace of mind. And so, you know, in my unicorn world, I mean, Imagine if that could connect us. Imagine if we just all came to the table just so worried for each other and said, what are the best things we can do? And we start yeah. with so much of the stuff that Rev Skip just shared. 
And those of you listening, you know, if you're already part of Unity, um, Centers for Spiritual Living, New Thought, you know about the power of meditation and affirmation and visioning, the power of um, community that is conscious. And so, you know what I was thinking about, Rev Skip, is that it's like, it's like, We've been training. We've been in our Taekwondo class in karate, right? We've been practicing the moves, learning. And and honestly, if I were to climb on a soapbox, sometimes when I get on it, I really feel like this pandemic was our chance to shine and put it into practice out of the training room and be like, oh man, I really got to use my affirmations right now. I got to play some music by Empower Music and Arts. I got to fill my life with post-its around here. I got to get my meditation so I can be centered, so I can be the source of, you know, even even though I'm going through my own stuff, so I can be the source of, of wellness, the voice of wellness that I'm trying. I'm not perfect, but I'm trying. I mean, in my dream of dreams, I really believe that's what our New Thought community, community could be, would be, like we'd be getting our, um, it's our opportunity to get the black belts right now. The light is hey, on. I, love <laughs> I mean, that's the way I see it. And, um, right. I used to say this all the time in the beginning of my yoga classes, and I really, truly believe this even more today. Mm-hmm. If more leaders of states and countries did yoga and meditation, we have less wars. Yeah. I truly believe that yes. is the answer, it is yoga, meditation, our spiritual practices. Yes. Would you just eloquently just did the list of, of spiritual practices? Um, and I, I believe, too, in, in what I've heard other teachers say, that we must sit and meditate for those who cannot, because it does lift the vibration. We must sit and pray for the rest of the world. And I, too, have not been watching. I will. I don't watch the news. I get my news through other people. Like, have you heard? I'm going, Okay. Um, and then I do tune in to when I want to know something because I have family in New Orleans. I have yeah. family in, um, in, in Alabama and I have families with the floods and everything. I have families in Jersey, all down the East coast. Um, and I became very aware of, of what happens in different areas. So on the East side, we have the big hurricanes and, and, and on West side, we have our fires and we have our earthquakes and things are happening, but everything's an invitation. And especially with the pandemic has been an invitation for me to, to have a deeper global prayer, a prayer for the world. Well, I mean, should we go there? Yeah, I mean, listen, this is where, you know, we say where spirit is always taking us and absolutely. Yes. Okay. So, so maybe- let's, yeah, let's do a prayer. Okay. Let's do a prayer. So, so as you're listening to this, I invite you just to close your eyes and I'll begin the prayer and the faith, I'll pass it over to you. And I invite you, if you're listening to this in your car, keep your eyes wide open, but <laughs> go within. Yeah. I begin this prayer with the gratitude. I'm grateful for this day as we remember 20 years ago. We remember that something happened within us. I'm so grateful that we get to remember. I'm so grateful that we get to come together as divine beings in this space we call Voices of Unity I'm grateful for Reverend Jackie. I'm grateful for my sister Faith and this deep, relevant conversation about lessons that we have learned. In a space of gratitude, knowing the one power, the one presence, the one mind is here. There's nothing outside of God, only God itself. 
this one power, this one presence, this one mind I call love is my life. It's living, it's moving, it's, it's, it's birthing me as itself. It is closer than my breath, closer than my neck vein, the blood that runs through my neck, my neck vein. I am one in this. I know faith is one in this. I know everyone who's listening to this is one in this power, this presence. So I get to bless this time as we remember today. I get to bless this global community as we are going through these lessons together. We get to remember that we are not alone. We are one in this. And knowing that the blessings of spirit is upon us. The blessings of the Christ consciousness is birthing within us. So for this, we call this the goodness of God. And as we are moving through these challenging lessons, knowing that we're becoming more of who we are called to be, the divine emanation of the one. And I lovingly pass this prayer over to my sister, Faith. When I'm swimming in all those high-vibing uh, words and affirmations and vision that Rev Skip has just placed out there for us. And I, I just feel this deep appreciation for a new thought community, for unity, centers for spiritual living, for anyone that has this open heart and open mind that seeks to know the best of who we are, know the best of, you know, who they are, know the best of this thing that we call the pandemic, whether it be a fire or floods, that we understand that the truth, the truth <laughs> is yes. that we are connected by this love. Mm-hmm. And that we are opening our ears. Maybe even for the first time to hear the higher calling, this calling for holy health, for mm-hmm. wellness and well-being that cannot be rocked by outer appearances. We say yes to our spiritual practice. We say yes to the question mark of what if what if the best is being queued up for us? Yes. What if we could just simply trust? What if we can just put one foot in front of the other and we breathe and we do yoga and we walk and we find, you know, every moment as an opportunity to seek the greatest joy? Yes. And I know it's possible because, you know, in this now, everything is possible. All those possibilities exist and all we have to do is just say yes and to choose that door. So my prayer is that we choose the door, that door of wellness that we choose that door of the mm-hmm. highest holy health. Mm-hmm. That we don't exclude anyone, that we don't look at the exclusions, but we look at what we look at the light that is possible and we look at the light that is there. Yes. 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 Oh gosh. And this prayer isn't it isn't ever complete, although we do have to end it at some point. <laughs> but that this I'm saying that this is just our beginning, right, Rev Skip yes. and Jeff? Yes, this is yes. just our beginning of the best yes. yet, no matter what the outer mm-hmm. circumstances is. Yes. We're going to just take all these practices and and, and, and just make them our own. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to pass it back to you to put a little nice and so bow on there. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanksgiving. With Thanksgiving yes. and glorious gratitude, I yes. release this word into the law, the law of manifestation, the law, the only law, the law of God. And as I release, and as we release this, we let it go, knowing that God has it all. And so it is. Amen. 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 I love playing with you, too. I want to share one quick thing is that for anyone listening, that the Northeast uh, Regional Unity Conference is taking place at the end of this month. Um, yes. 
and and I'm sorry, I'm pulling up the dates right now, but talking about this holy, you know, holy health and wellness, Rev Skip and Rev, uh, you know, Rev Skip Jennings right here and Rev Jackie Fernandez with me and many other presenters are going to be addressing everything that's going on right now. Instead of division, we're going to talk about healing. We're going to talk about birthing a new paradigm. We're going to do soul fitness. I mean, this is a step in in the prayer that we just talked about. So please right. um, yeah. go and find that information. I'll and look up the website. If you, us, if you follow us on the socials, we'll be posting about that coming up. Also, the um, we have another convention we are speaking at in October. Um, Parliament. Parliament of World Religions. That's Open true. We will. Religions, uh, three of us. October, the mid, okay. mid of October. We'll be posting more about that. Don't forget, Reverend Jackie is at CSL for Lauderdale. That is also available online on Facebook. It is 1030 Eastern this Sunday. Um, you can catch her giving the guest talk. Um, yeah, a lot of things. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff representing the oneness and the divine, unique expression of Voices of Unity. Yes, and I just want to give the website for the conference. It is unityeasternregion.org uh, from set. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't have the date. Oh, here from September 26th to October 1st. We're going to be very busy. We're going to be very <laughs> well. You know, we 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 love you all, and we just say thank you so much for tuning in every week. And Rev Jackie will be back with us next week. Faith, I love you. I love you, and we love all of you, Voices of Unity. Thank you so much for being the light in the world. Until next week, God bless everyone. Peace and blessings. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark, on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.